mantra of our company uh, is create for good. And we, we are a, the company that we work for, MWB, it is, it is a creative company. And we like to put our resources and our efforts and, and in some cases our money behind where our mouth is on that. And one of the things uh, that we've identified in this Create for Good initiative that we have is the need to advocate for and help promote computer science education and overall STEM, science, technology, engineering and mathematics education uh, among among some underserved populations uh, ac across our area and uh, and 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 Randy that works for our company has been a real champion in that so I'm going to kind of uh, ask him a little now about uh, what has led him into that into being an advocate for computer science education and, and just really education overall, where that comes from and why why he has a passion for that. Randy, would you like to would you like to riff a little on that? Sure. Yeah. So uh, back in the late '80s, I became interested in computer programming. We had an Apple IIe that my mom got, and it was uh, probably hot. Uh, but that's another story. Lots of 1980s references in here today. Also, I just learned Randy's mom is a computer thief. That's scary. <laughs> we, we bought it. It was not from an authorized reseller. It was some guy who had computers in his basement. And at the time, we were, my mom was kind of naive, and she thought nothing of it until we discovered that the serial number on the back had been filed off. Was his name Guido? <laughs> it could have been. I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I became interested uh, with the 2E because, you know, that was one of the main things you did with computers back then is you programmed them because there just wasn't that much software that was out there. So uh, I became interested in that and started writing programs on my own and had a semester in high school where we programmed computers, and I just thought it was the coolest thing. So when it came time to decide what I was going to do in college, I decided I was going to be a major uh, in electrical engineering and computer engineering at the same time. That was, a, that was not a good decision on my part. That was too much. And by the end of a year and a half of engineering school, I decided I wanted to have nothing to do with it and went into advertising. And then all of a sudden, it was about 2014, uh, Code.org started doing their initiative to uh, make up for the huge deficit that we have uh, in our country, especially of computer programmers. It's about two million jobs, right? The, the, there's a deficit, there's a need projected for two million jobs that we do not have people in programs for. Right, absolutely. When you think about things like cybersecurity, uh, which, you know, it's, it's important not only to have people that can do that, but it's not something you can really outsource uh, when it comes to nat national security. So it's important that we have people who can not only build the applications, but can protect our networks as well. And these are jobs that didn't, when you were in college, didn't exist. No, in, no in fact, you know, when I went into advertising, I thought I would never see, you know, uh, a computer program again. And then the web happened. So, you know, there are a lot of things that we think of today that you might not expect to be tied into computer, like agriculture, uh, but everything is touched by technology in some way right now, and the people that have the skills to build that uh, uh, digital content are the ones that are really going to have the biggest impact versus the ones that are simply using it. Are you waiting on me to ask another question right sure. now? Sure. Did, did, I, did I finish answering the question? 
So, so would you okay. like to elaborate L- a little more on the question that was asked? <laughs> <laughs> Let me elaborate. So um, anyway, when Code.org started coming back around, I thought this is something that Mississippi really needs uh, because we have a need to uh, elevate our state. We need uh, more higher wage jobs. We need more technolo- technology uh, sophisticated uh, students graduating and going into technology programs. And it felt to me that we needed that, and that was something that nobody else was really uh, getting that message out there. So that's when I became interested in advocating for it. And you you founded an initiative called Kids Code Mississippi. I did, uh, with you, as a matter of fact. (laughs) 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 I have... uh, I have selective amnesia. (laughs) (laughs) So when we when we (laughs) co-founded, wait. (laughs) 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 Yeah, try try this out in the last self promotion. Thanks, Josh. So, Randy, when you and I founded Kids Code Mississippi together as a joint venture that you and I had equal footing in and input on and were co-founders thereof, really the objective of that was primarily advocacy over programming. And I know Mm -hmm. that we've gotten into programming to some degree. I mean, hell, you wrote a curriculum for it, but... The advocacy piece had to come first because people didn't understand the importance of it. It was, well, that's just kids playing games on their computers Mm -hmm. and and the opportunities there. That's what we've tried, you and I together as co-founders of this initiative have tried to push is that there there are opportunities. Right. And, you know, really just the the word of mouth advocacy has done a lot for it. Um, I think. You know, one of the first things that we did was we organized some con- contests for uh, STEM classes, and we reached out to the, the guy that was over career and technical education at the Mississippi Department of Education, and just in the conversations that we had, you know, said, this is something that really needs to be in the schools, and next thing you know, he's talking to the Department of Education, and then next thing you know after that, they reach out to Mississippi State University, and they start an initiative to get... Uh, computer science education into every school in the, in the state. And we have one of the more aggressive or have had one of the more aggressive uh, computer science uh, curriculum rollouts in in the country, right? We do have a lot to be proud of uh, with that. It's um, still a process, uh, but they are uh, rolling out uh, computer science units into uh, all of the uh, middle school uh, STEM classes. So it's going to go from there and work its way up into uh, all the schools. Uh, and the goal is by 2024 to have it in all, every school, public school in the state. If I gave if I gave uh, Brewmeister Randy right now a carte blanche with computer science education policy, both in, within the school system and extracurricularly, what what would be the thing that you would identify as that this is priority one that we need to do right now in order to 
prepare for the future, maybe leapfrog some other some other regions. What would what would that be? The uh, the one thing that would be a real game changer for us is the teacher part of it. Uh, right now, we've got a teacher shortage in Mississippi that goes across the board. So making making computer science education be something that teachers want to go into, helping that happen would be a, a big deal. Um, because when you think about it, if you know how to program computers, you're probably not going to naturally want to go into teaching first. It doesn't. It doesn't pay as it, the way our system is currently construed. It doesn't pay as much. As you could start out making twice as much uh, with your salary. So, so the there has to be a salary that's attractive enough to make you want to go into teaching in the first place, and then if there's some sort of um, incentive on top of that that would make you want to uh, go to the next level and, and learn uh, computer science, how to teach it, that would be huge. So this literally could be a situation where we always hear that throwing money at something is not the answer. Maybe it is the answer. It's one of the answers. I mean, you know, there, there are a lot of great programs, you know, through code.org and, and some others uh, that you can you know, the, the barrier to teaching computer science is not as great as you might think, especially uh, at the uh, K-8 level. Uh, but once you get into high school uh, level, it's a lot more challenging, and you have to, the, the people teaching these courses have to have more advanced skills. So if people are interested in either becoming involved with the initiative or learning more just about computer science education in general uh, and maybe there's some parents out there that want to get their their children involved i know i know uh, jana's uh her sons are interested are actually looking at that as a career computer science where what are what are some of the uh, the resources that people can can go to to look for information on this really code.org would be the best one uh, they've got a lot of information on uh, advocacy, if someone wants to become an advocate for computer science, they also have a lot of learning activities where if a parent wants to find something that their kids can do, they can do it together with their kids. They've got many, many uh, online activities that you can do. Yes or no, you think your childhood computer was stolen? I think it was. <laughs> it was a great computer thing. <laughs> I have uh, I have selective amnesia. <laughs>